0: welcome to paint my mind podcast with your host rasmus lindhagen follow along as we explore a wide range of different topics in search for a greater life and better problems now enjoy the show travis stetzel what's happening brother
1: what's good what's good rasmus thanks for having me on brother thanks for coming on dude how are you where, where are you at actually so i'm located in omaha nebraska it's it's basically elkhorn which is west omaha so that's where what I'm time is now. it time for me it is two o'clock all right yeah so you're
0: like eight hours behind yeah cool. where are you at
1: you're in the future
0: Yeah, I'm in the future. It's nine o'clock over here in Sweden. Right. Yeah. Gotcha.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. We got a couple guys. We got a couple guys that we joke with our guys. We got a couple guys in Japan, uh, in Europe, various places, and so we always give them shit because they're like in the future. You know, we're (laughs) like, tell us what's to be expected in the future, right? So,
0: (laughs) of course, man. Dude, talking about that, please uh, let me and the audience
1: know what what are you doing, man. So I run and operate the Forged Father. So it is a brotherhood for dads who are driven to basically be their best self. So they they want to show up, they want to look good, they want to feel good, but it's all for the purpose to serve at a higher level. You being a dad yourself, you already know. If we're not showing up as our best self, it is taking away from our family. It is taking away from literally everything that we do. So uh, Forge Father was really put in place first for myself. But uh, as it's grown and grown and grown, it's, it's really just, it's become a movement for men that are just looking to become the best leader possible. Not only for themselves, because there is a piece of, in that that you need to lead yourself before you can lead your family. So in a nutshell, that's what we do inside a Forge Father man.
0: That's awesome. so so what kind of problems did you have that made you like make the switch you know and, and and start this thing for your own sake?
1: Great question brother. So we go all the way back to when I my wife and I we had our first daughter, uh, Evangeline, everybody calls her Minnie because she was just a little tiny thing. I remember holding her in my hands when she was born. It was just like yeah. Crazy, but life was changed at that moment. And for me, I went into like grind mode after I became a dad. My thought was I need to do everything in my power to supply this amazing lifestyle for my wife and my now daughter. Wanted to build a new house, wanted to continue to grow my business and Man, it was like eight months in, and uh, I just, I wasn't being present. I wasn't uh, being a connected husband, but I wasn't being a very connected father either. And I was kind of getting myself lost in the grind of work. And I would justify me being away all the time, and I'd justify me being so busy, even when I was home, I was home, because I had my gym at the time, I owned a gym, the Forge Athlete, for about 13 years. And so when my daughter was born, I was still coaching in the mornings. I was still coaching in the evenings. So I was gone out the door at 4.30 a.m., you know, Monday through Friday. And typically I'd get home at, you know, 5.30, 6. If I was training a late class at my gym, it'd be even later. And so when I would get home, you know, I would... Kind of be present for a little bit, but then I'd find myself back on my phone, you know, texting clients, you know, doing some extra marketing work or writing program, doing something work-wise, right? And so eight months passed. You know, my wife had brought it up numerous times, um, and I would say, "Oh yeah, I'm gonna get my shit together. I know I'm taking a lot of time away from you guys. I'm gonna, I'm gonna do better. I'm gonna do better. I'm gonna do better." And I'd do better for a week. Or maybe two weeks. And then I drift back into that pattern of just like sneaking away and going to work. And it's almost a form of sedation for me to just, you know, ignore trying to be a better dad and a husband. And until eight months in, like I was saying, laying in bed one night and my wife basically starts to kind of break down bed. She's like crying. And over here, I'm thinking to myself, like, what's going on? Like. It's nothing about me. Like, what's what's going on with her? Long story short, we have a deep conversation that night, and uh, it was basically a big slap in the face to me, a stab in the heart of some harsh truth. Right. So, one thing that my wife said that I'll never forget is, you know, she felt second best to the business, and she was absolutely correct. She was she was spot on. She's mm-hmm. like everything that you do within your business takes priority over me and Evangeline. And I couldn't deny that. And the other thing that really, really scared me was she told me that she was falling out of love with me. And so when she said that, you know, it just all kind of flashed by. And I was like, here I am, putting in all this work on the business and just grinding, grinding, grinding. I'm working my ass off. Me, 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 right? But I was blinded and not seeing what it was truly all about and that was spending quality time with my wife and my daughter and for me I like I've never been in a place where I was out of shape like I've never let myself slip out of shape outside of when I was done competing in football and I just kind of lost my purpose to compete it as an athlete I kind of fell into you know a little bit of you know just looking like shit feeling like shit but Outside of that, I've never had issues with like the fitness side. It's more so been on like being a business owner, being a dad, and being a husband all together, without letting any of them kind of overrule the other, right? And so up to that point, it it really slapped me upside the face, and all I needed to d- do is really think about losing my wife and my daughter to really make a change. And that night was when Forge father started to come into fruition. I was like, all right, I'm going to get my shit together. I'm going to figure out how to solve this issue with just being overwhelmed and stressed and go, 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 go. Like I had no time management whatsoever. Yeah. I was just kind of in that mode. It's like, there's work to be done. I'll just fucking grind until it's done. Like, forget about being efficient. Like I'll just work, 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 right? That works until it doesn't work. So, um, that, yeah, man, that's when I started to seek out guidance, mentorship, coaching for myself. I was like, I want to find out how these higher level guys are doing this. How are they, you know, being very highly successful professionals, but then also have their marriage locked down and also have, you know, uh, their dad role locked down as well. And so yeah. here we are, you know, years and years later and, uh, force Father is what it is. And I'll tell you as much as my guys that I work with inside of the program need it, I fucking need it every day. I live it because I need it, you know? So that's in a nutshell, man, that's how, that's how, how it got started and that's how it's continuing to really grow.
0: Yeah. I mean, and that's a wake up call. If I ever heard one, like, you know, having your wife tell you, you know, she feels that she's, know, second best to the business and it's it's funny because i can i can relate a lot to that uh well, it's not funny really but it's like we justify it the hustling because mm-hmm. the reason you hustle is to, to provide for your family mm-hmm. and give them yeah. a better life so we kind of justify doing it and in the meantime we're like taking time away from from them and attention away from them and and it's a hard thing to balance man and i, I still haven't found it um uh, my my way perfectly. I think I do okay, but I know there's you know places to improve, uh, especially at the home front, like with, with yeah. the family. So uh, it's hard, man. So yeah. um, you you found some mentors. Did you did you start reading?
1: What what did you do? Like um, so, I hired a co. Well, I hired a number of different coaches and just surrounded myself with just higher level guys that were actually doing it in the real world and just taking. Taking their frameworks, taking their knowledge, and then just really just number one applying it in my own life and coming up with my own system for that. So it was just you know lots of years of just trial and error and testing and tweaking different things out, figuring out how to balance. And I hate the fucking word balance, right? Yeah. Now that I I know more about it, because for one to be completely balanced. Means you're not moving forward or backwards. It's like you're stuck, basically. Because if you're completely balanced, that's the definition of being balanced is like completely still. Yeah. When in life are we ever completely still? Basically, when we're dead, right? Yeah. So, constant progress forward. Well, what I've come to understand and embrace is just you go through different seasons of life, right? So, sometimes you will have an opportunity to just double down on work and you know just put a little bit more time in the profession you just need to communicate about it right and Mm -hmm. understand that you're not going to completely put your fitness off to the side not completely put your family off to the side but you are going to be spending some more hours within your business right and then other times it's like you've put in the hours on the business you've gotten that to a certain level now you're going to put more time in the family it's like vacation time it's like you need that recharge and like a lot of our guys do <clears throat> me included, sometimes there's times where you're really devoted to the fitness side. So it's like maybe you have a big event coming up that you're competing in or maybe it's just you're getting as lean and shredded as you possibly can to see what your physical capa- well, your physical and mental capabilities are, you know, see what, what you're truly made of there and more time and effort might be going there. But what I've come to find that is really the key to all this stuff is just open communication man right like yeah. that that conversation stemming back to that conversation that my wife and I had is one of the you know deeper conversations that we've ever had but it was one of the best ones too because you know moving forth i was always open and transparent with what i was doing because i had a different perspective on it all right kind of like what you mentioned i mean as men we get kind of blinded by the role of being a provider. And there's a lot of conversations that I have with fellow dads that, you know, come into the program. And they're like, I'm not doing anything wrong. I'm making all the money. I'm being the provider. That's what you're supposed to do. That's that's like a requirement. Good for you. Now let's yeah. build up these other roles. Can you be a present provider? Right? For me, for a while, I was just being a paycheck. I was supplying Great. But I wasn't being present. I wasn't being connected. And so communicating about all that and saying, hey, you know, now for me, what has helped things be a lot more smooth is anytime that busy season is coming up within the business, if we got some big projects going on, maybe I'm bringing on a new coach or something to that nature where it is going to take more of my bandwidth, I've always communicated that with my wife. I've been open about it and say, hey. I might have some late nights coming up, just so you know, and so it's all connected. What do you need me for? What like how can I help? And it's just always being open and ready to serve in that manner. Um, it, it just helps things out because what I've come to find with a lot of dads out there is they oftentimes they hold shit in. They're like, okay, I'm in a busy season. It's up to me. Uh, my wife, she can't help me out, so I'm just gonna kind of sedate. And lose myself and, you know, alcohol or food or whatever. And that's never good. So. Yeah,
0: amen to that. And communication is key, I think. And it goes it goes both ways in all rela- relationships. Like, yep. a lot of the times I think we, both both the men and women, we assume that the other person almost can read our minds. Like, mm-hmm. I know why I'm doing this. Yeah. She should know also why I'm doing this. But I actually never yep. told her. You yep. know what I mean? And it's... Yeah. Yeah, I, I think a lot of uh, married uh, men and women can probably relate to that a lot.
1: Yeah, it's, yeah, communication is the key, man. It's just like, in a book, I always talk about this when it when it comes to our marriage, and you know, five love languages. Like, I highly recommend every married man read that because my wife and I, we, we didn't even know about it, and then we came across the book. One of her friends actually gifted it to us, and we read it, and it instantly changed how I looked at loving my wife because here I was, you know, beforehand grinding away, thinking that she wanted all these great things. And that, that would be me showing how much I loved and cared for her would be, you know, the bigger, the bank account, right. And more flashy things. Uh, thankfully she's not a flashy type of woman. She doesn't like, she doesn't need like all these flashy bags and a flashy car. And makeup and jewelry thank you because i got some buddies that (laughs) their wives are that way yeah um but she just wants quality time man she wants quality time words of affirmation those are her two love languages right so once i found those out it's like now you double down on those and you make sure you're intentional with those daily you're hitting on those daily right
0: yeah so going from like I experienced this and I'm I'm sure a lot of other people do too like I'm very busy I have the kids like uh, you know I wake up at 4.45 in the morning I hit the gym before work I run a painting business uh, daytime and people go oh uh, you know you have so much energy and and you're hustling and all this and I'm like it's not because I want to wake up at 4.45 and go to the gym it's because if I don't and I train after work then I don't get to see my kids Mm -hmm. but like I the thing that I struggle with a lot and I think I would assume a lot of people would uh relate to it is that you know health is one one side of it and then work is another side of it and then I got this podcast I run you know if you have a side hustle or anything like that it's hard for me to disconnect and be present when I'm home mm-hmm. and at the same time like when I'm at work I'll be thinking about my family so it's like have you found any good tools to to be present when you're there, like change costumes, you know, at work, Mm I'm, I'm the working man at home. I'm just dad, like, stop thinking about work, put it all to the side. Like, how,
1: how do you do that? Best way I've found to really connect within the moment you brought that word up and that is to be present in order to be present means you are fully embedded into the moment. You're not thinking about anything else. And so it really starts with you, filling your own cup, putting in the work that you need done on you, which is typically first thing in the morning, right? And so it's like recharging yourself, you know, going through an AM routine that elevates your state, fills you up with energy. It builds you up, builds your capacity to deal with all of the different stresses. So like this is where fitness is such a linchpin for all this, right? Guys that are out of shape, that are overweight, that are unhealthy, when different stresses hit them in life, they deal with it differently. You know, the stress is even, they're not able to fight that stress off because number one, they're already worried about their physical fitness. That's a stress to them. And so anything else that they have to deal with is just like a double stress, right? So let's remove that because that's fully in our control. What you put in your mouth, how you build your body, and so that starts first thing in the morning, like 95% of my guys that I coach, it is centered around our rise and conquer routine. First thing that we do, you know, we're, we're looking, we're again, elevating our state, waking up when we're supposed to, we don't hit snooze. You hit snooze, you're just basically telling the world and telling the universe that your vision isn't that important. Mm-hmm. Your, your, your vision, your, the comfort that you want isn't, isn't as big as your cause, right? So you choose cause over comfort over these moments, but you get up, start putting the work in on you, get a good workout in, and then have your nutrition mapped out for you so it's not a worry, it's like just simple planning and preparing. And then once the day actually gets started, it's discipline, it's discipline, it's staying on the path. And so if you're at work, work. Do your best at work, be intentional. Just like when you come home, got to shut it off be intentional and so if you're staying within the lines and you're not just checking the boxes so let's say if you're at work and you're like i'd really like to be at home right now you're you're letting your mind drift you're losing attention you're distracted so you don't get as much done as you're supposed to get done and so now when you go home you're like damn i didn't get those things done that i was supposed to get done at work i dicked around i was on social media right now that's dipping into your family time and so it's really it's a it's a it's a tough process, man. But when you get it locked in, it's like you feel it because you're on the straight and narrow path and it's easier to not break at that point because you know how it feels. You know what I mean? And yeah. so if we break down time management, because that's really what we're talking about here, there's five key elements that we call the non-negotiables that we focus in on every single day, right? Your fitness, your fuel, which is your nutrition, your frame, which is your mindset, focus, which is your ability to plan, prepare, and then just remain disciplined with your time, and then family. So the first four set you up for that last one. You get and all that shit done. You do what you're supposed to do. When it's time to settle down at the end of the day, it's like you can be open. You can be fully connected and present. You're not worrying about, ah, oh, dang, I didn't get that one thing done. You know, for a lot of men, it's like, dang it, I didn't wake up this morning. I was going to work out later, but I'm tired. It was a stressful day. I had a bunch of fires put out, so I skipped my workout. Now they're like, just, they're just digging themselves into a deeper pit. And they show up, they're in a low level state. They're kind of an asshole around their family. (laughs) And if anything, they're taken away from that time. It's like your family don't want you around because you're bringing a a low level vibe. So what do those guys do? starts to get worse they separate themselves they sedate they drink turn to other things to to get their mind off the present moment because they don't want to deal with it Mm. and so if you want to overcome those things it's literally just like i said in a nutshell fill yourself out first so you can pour into others by the end of the day you're going to be empty anyways man so yeah of course
0: of course so you fix yourself first fix the business first Everything that has to do only with you so that you can be focused and pay attention to your family, basically, when you get home. Absolutely. How long does it usually take the people that you help to get from like the reason where they asked you for help to where they actually feel like,
1: I got this now, like I'm, I'm, I'm cool? Man, it depends. It depends on the individual and their willingness to let go of the old version of them. So they all come in with a certain level version of them. And we'll just say it's 1.0 version. Whatever vices, whatever bad habits, patterns that they have at that time, they need to own up to those patterns. They need to own up. They basically need to own up to their bullshit truth that they're living right now. That's why they're not the the best level version of them yet, right? So it it depends. We got some guys that come in and they're just like I've had enough. I've seriously had enough and I'm not going to tolerate it anymore. What are the blueprints cuz when we when we talk about like the tactics and strategies, like the blueprint is there. It's like it's been proven over and over and over and over again. It just it comes down to the individual and digging into that individual's core beliefs. Like what what are their actual core beliefs of what they're capable of achieving? And some guys got very very negative limiting core beliefs where other guys are just like on that verge all they needed was that kick to the ass and they're off to the races but then there's other guys where it takes you know six months it takes a year for them to finally just get it you know but yeah. usually it's much faster than that
0: yeah yeah of course what would you say to someone because i've had friends like to me i don't know i've always stayed in shape just like you and you know i i never been like super lazy about stuff and I, I always try to do what I feel is the best move even though I don't always mm-hmm. succeed but I've had friends and I see a lot of other people like obviously I think the majority of people today are like overweight you know um majority of people are divorced yeah. majority of people are poor 50%. yeah so like if I'll just give you an example. So I uh, have a friend who is, and has always, as so long as I've known him, his, he, he's very f- fat, I'd say. Mm-hmm. And this seems to me, cause I've tried to help him before and he even asked for help a few times. But then when I do help him, he's like, ah, no, I can't do it. Mm. And I've tried And it seems to me that nothing can motivate this dude. How, how would you like find that pain point? Cause even I tried, you know, he's got kids and stuff. I've been trying to tell him, like, don't you want to be able to like play with your kids? Don't you want mm-hmm. that energy? Yep. Instead of asking your friends to play with with your kids, you know, and teach them stuff, don't you yep. want to be that person? And even that, like, you know, people get motivated for a day or two,
1: and then they yep. lose it again and go back to the couch. Yeah. It's well, part of it is you have to have a framework. You have to have a a process and a system to go to. And when you break it down to its simplest pieces, it's like, it's, it's the daily process, right? Like this is the daily process. You decide on whether you're going to commit to doing that or not. And so that's number one. Number two, what I've come to find over the years is we can only control what we can control. And that's our own actions, but going deeper, it's, it's our attitude, right? and going even more deeper it's the awareness of our attitude and therefore our actions right so it's like why are we responding in a certain way why are we reacting in a certain way connecting all of it together we have like full control right like that's real power that's like the path to self mastery really is just like knowing your emotions in the moment so you can you you control yourself from you know angry dad outburst right it's your ability to control that in the moment and understanding that we have control over that ourselves your buddy the people that we want to serve the people that we want to help we don't have that control over them yeah and so going back to the biggest thing that I've learned over the years is you need to just showcase what's possible through your own results. And once that person is truly ready, they'll step up and they'll level up. Because it's like your your level up yourself, like how you're living and leading your life should inspire them to make the changes as well, right? So that's like the first thing. And the fact that he's like reached out to you and he's like, hey, I want to change. It's more than likely a, a limiting belief that he has. But... He's like connected to some sort of old identity that he just doesn't feel is ever going to change. So he probably – if you were to ask him straight up, be like, dude, who do you see staring back at you in the mirror right now? He's going to tell you he sees a big, fat, lazy, worthless, you know, whatever, in his words, whatever they are. But that's who he sees himself as. And so every time that he starts to change – And something messes up or he loses motivation, he's just going to drift right back to that person. And he's going to embody all those habits, behaviors, routines that that man has. And so it's really, you know, getting him to buy in on a day-to-day basis. Forget about what's going to happen in six months. You want to lose this weight in six months? Fuck what happens in six months. It's about what happens now, going back to the present moment, right? That's how that individual wins. So, Yeah.
0: Yeah, that's interesting. I've been trying to, I mean, I kind of gave up after a while. And just like you said, you can only control what you can control. And if people don't want to, you know, take your help and, 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 you know, yeah, get the free help that they could get.
1: You can only wait, right? Yeah. And as a coach, it's, it's not telling them what to do necessarily. It's like, this is where you need to go you need to see that for yourself right i can't tell you what to do like there's the path right there however you want to walk it is totally up to you i'm going to go down this way you can come with me but i'm not going to carry you on my back let's walk shoulder to shoulder man you know yeah and oftentimes you know you do need to break through the surface a little bit but i mean sometimes you just You work on certain individuals, like I've had guys that come in the program, invest a lot of money because our our program, it's not a drop in the bucket. It's an investment and it is for a reason. Like you're backing yourself. You're saying I'm going to fucking win and I'm going to put this money down on myself and it's going to really sting hard if I quit. Even with that, I've had men come in and they just – they don't do it. They just don't do it. They, they're they not ready. They haven't hit that rock bottom moment. Because here's what I know is if you have a million dollars over here and then you have like deathbed over here, right? And you're in the middle. People will be more ready to take action the closer they get to that deathbed than to the million dollars. Meaning people are less uh, likely to take action to move towards pleasure than they are to move away from, you know pain and death. so yeah. when 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 he hits rock bottom or something happens, you know for some individuals, it's like divorce papers get slapped on the table. Okay, I'm ready to change. I'm finally to do it i'm I'm ready to make a change. It's too late, buddy, you know. So like at that point, like your marriage is done. Now, now you really do need to do this for you, right? Or the doctor says, "Hey, man, you got diabetes. Get hit with a heart attack. You know something, but you can't let it get that that low, man."
0: No, it's so easy to think that it's never going to happen to you. I oh, actually yeah. have a. It was only last week. I had a, a. I guess you would call her a brain coach on the show, and she said something that. I thought it was really really smart she said there's this concept when you talk about motivation uh that she had read somewhere it's called the seven whys so if i say for example i want to i want to lose weight right you go why well because i want to look younger or whatever and you go why or i want to be healthier why because i want to play with my kids oh why so you ask yourself why seven times and you'll get really deep into like the root of the why yeah. instead of saying just, I just want to look better because that's not a strong motivation. Just to look better. I mean, it takes hard work. But if you ask, if you it, like almost like a child, you know how they go, why? And you answer it and they go, why? And they answer it. Yeah. Do that to yourself and you'll find some, some deep reason.
1: Deeper. It's always about going deeper, not wider, but deeper.
0: Yeah. I, I thought that'd be helpful for some people listening probably yeah so what's the like main like the people are reaching out to you I understand most of them would probably have the same type of uh, challenges in life but what's like the main thing
1: for a lot of them it's like they've lost that purpose to push in you know go hard and pull out their best because they're being pulled in so many different directions so their marriage they got that going, you know, being a busy dad and then a lot of the guys that we work with are, they are successful within their profession. So they're doing what they need to do there and they just kind of get a point to the life. It's like they're complacent because they got a good family. They, the marriage is okay. It could be better hmm. making money, you know, got freedom in life, but they're reminded every time they look in the mirror, they're like, fuck, that's what's dropped off. And then they just tell themselves stories like, I'm too busy, I got all this stuff going on, it's not even that bad yet, you know, that sort of stuff. And so that's really what we're looking to overcome is breaking away from average and mediocrity. Because hmm. let's be real, man, like you can be excelling in your profession, you can be a great dad, you can be a great husband, but if you're 20, 30, 40 or more pounds overweight, Maybe you're not even overweight. You just got like a soft, weak, you know, body that you're not proud of. Every time you see it in the mirror, it's it's definitely not a show of excellence that you're showing in all other areas of life. Like you are average. You are mediocre right there. might try to validate yourself through other shit. Maybe you buy all these fancy things. which That's what some guys do. They flex in that way. They're like, oh, I'll just – I'll get some – cool toys and stuff, but it doesn't fill that void. And I'm telling you right now, like, God gave us these bodies to operate in. It is almost a, a disgrace to not optimize that body, to neglect it. Because I feel like when I'm most optimized, like when I'm, I'm in my process like my daily I do this every day like I wake up at a certain time I haven't missed for over like seven years now that I've been really paying attention for to sure. it because yeah. this is when I am fully connected with with God like I'm in full alignment I'm filling up my cup I'm like clear mind clear I'm like most proud of myself like you can take away a lot of the stuff that we have and I'd still be fulfilled you know And so, for a lot of guys that are coming in, like that's what we're building because once they do that, they're like, holy shit, like I can't believe I was operating at that level. I thought that was like optimized. But we changed that. They look good. They feel good. They're operating at a whole nother level. There is no void anymore. Every time they look in the mirror, that's validation. They're like, yep, that's an uncommon man. That's what basically kind of the the identity role that we step into. We're an uncommon man. We're uncommon because we are a very deeply connected and present father. We're a very deeply connected and present husband. We're very successful with what it is that we do. And we've got the freaking physique and the fitness and the confidence to back that. That's really what it's about.
0: Yeah, so. for sure. And I think people underestimate how how getting fit will will change your life. Like if there was, I've been thinking about this. If there's one thing that I would tell anyone, no matter your goal, like if you want to improve in something, go hit the gym. Make yeah. that your routine. Because not only are you going to get fit, you're going to get more confident. You're going to look more trustworthy. Because that's the thing too. If I meet someone, no matter the business I'm, I'm, I'm having with these people, if he's fit, or even if it's a woman, like if she's fit... I look at that person and i say this is a person who does what he or she says that they're gonna do Totally. but if you're there like and it's not to be you know whatever fat shaming or anything like that but it's just the truth like if you're standing in front of me trying to sell me something or make a deal with me and you're just looking like a a lazy blob that even consciously or unconsciously i'm gonna i'm gonna look at you and think i don't know if i can trust you because you don't even treat yourself well
1: mm-hmm.
0: it's like yeah. and i might be wrong you might be a great person but it's just yeah we all judge each other in one way or another yeah there, there's just so many levels that the fitness uh, will help you it, with it's everything not, in life
1: it's not going to take anything away i mean it can i mean you can go to the extreme and then it can get to be you know something that's distracting like you're spending hours and hours in the gym and you create some sort of like dysmorphia or because there's been cases of that that I've, you know, communicated with other guys about. Um, but fitness, it's it's, not, it's never gonna take anything away from you. If anything, yeah. it's gonna help build you up. And it's like I mentioned earlier, it's it's the linchpin. You know, because if you're worrying about your health, your fitness, your you know how you look, it's a it's an extra stressor that yeah. you add on. Top of all the other stressors that we already got to deal with, so if you completely remove that, and you know you're showing up always ready, so you don't have to get ready, it's such a major benefit, man.
0: Oh, for sure, man, for sure. It's, uh, but I understand that people. It's hard for people, especially if you've gone, you know, way off, and you're already your health is a disaster because the road back up is long. But also, it didn't yeah. take you. It didn't take you three months to get that fat. No. So you can't expect it to, you know, go away in three months and you look fit again. It's, it's, yeah, um... it's, just,
1: it's easier said than done. Obviously, like if you are in that position where you've let yourself go so far, it's going to be a long treacherous journey. But don't look at the journey. Look at the day. Like I've mentioned, like mm-hmm. live in the present mm-hmm. moment. What do you need to do right now? to win and move yourself forward and just continue to do that day in and day out day in and day out and it's Mm -hmm. like um when i first heard this i can't remember the navy seal's name that talks about it but they they asked him like how did how did you get through um you know bud's training like what was your secret he's like i just made it to the next rotation rotation meaning like the next thing they are going to do yeah right He'd break it down into like rotations and then he's just, all I need to do is just make it to that next meal. That's all I need to do. So, cause he said most of the guys that would quit would think about how, how much longer they had until the finish, right? Mm-hmm. So if you're just like on Tuesday and you get just started buds and you got another two and a half weeks or whatever, if you're thinking two and a half weeks, that's a huge intimidating, like big, scary thing. Hell yeah, you're gonna quit in the moment because you're like, I can't take this for another two and a half weeks. Rather, if you break it down in a smaller piece and you're just like, just make it, make it until the sun comes up, man. Just keep going, and then once the yeah. sun comes up, it's like, all right, make it to, make it to that that next rotation. I took that and I've used that myself in different areas, and one that I can share with you here, and this is, this just goes to show you like why fitness is such a, a linchpin something that i did last year i signed up for a race it was a 30 mile ultra race spartan ultra race at the hardest course they vermont killington vermont and um the time limit was 18 hours to complete it oh, i finished shit. it in like 17 hours and some change like um right up to right before the deadline was there but i remember going through the race and there's like different checkpoints where it's like, okay, you're two miles in, you're three miles in. In the beginning, it's daunting because you're in your mind, you're like, I'm only two miles in. Holy shit. <laughs> right? But all I would say to myself is, okay, just get get up this next hill. Like, okay, get down this next hill. Get to that next obstacle. Okay. And it's just like chunk by chunk by chunk by chunk. And you just keep going. And at a certain point, yeah, you're you're gonna be so fatigued mentally. And physically, but you just, you, you be a man of your word in those moments. So you have these certain like values and standards and, you know, beliefs that you have in yourself that you're not going to break no matter what. So,
0: yeah, I use that. Actually, when you say it, I use that even when I just go to the regular gym and like if I'm doing squats and I'm doing, let's say I'm doing 10 squats. When I get to two, I go in my head, I go, that's 20%. When I want to get to four. I'm like, that's 40%. Cause that makes it seem so, so much closer to, to the finish line yeah. when you do it that way. Yeah. If there's, if there's, uh, let's go three things that you would add advice to any, any father out there who's struggling, what are the three most important things?
1: Easy, man. First thing first, stop sweeping the truth underneath the rug own up to the ugly truth man if you need to write that shit down and get it out of your head on paper it, it, it becomes way more clear once you get out on paper it's like this is the truth that I'm dealing with this is what I'm putting off these are the lies I'm telling myself get it out on paper and if you want to take it to another level share that with your family say this is what I've been lying about right that's number one And this is actually the process that we go through inside of Forged Father. It's just kind of a surface level, but we dig much deeper into it. But number one is like to own up to your ugly truth. Number two is to get very, very clear with what we call your MVP. So your mission, vision, purpose. We start with the vision. That is what you want to achieve. How you look, how you feel, how you operate on a day-to-day basis, how much money you're making, how your relationships are, you know, all these different areas of life, we go deep. Like you're saying, why, 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 why? Right. That's the purpose. Why the hell do you want six pack abs? Everybody does. Right. Even if you say you don't, we know you do. So it's okay. (laughs) Okay. Stop lying about it. It's, it's funny. Like I'll have conversations with dads and I don't want to get off tangent here, but I just got to bring this up. And oftentimes they'll be like, I want to get in shape. I don't want to get into that great of shape. Like I'm not trying to get on like a magazine cover or I'm not trying to look like Arnold Schwarzenegger or anything like that. It's like, dude, stop fucking lying. The reason you're saying that, you're denouncing that because you already know inside of your heart, you're not willing to put in the work that would be required to do that. And so you're just going to denounce it. Yeah. You think you oh, can't do it. That's why you're saying it. Like If I was to give you a full, you know, proven path to get there, like you wouldn't say that. Right. So either way. Connect it with a purpose and you got to go deep. It's like, why do you want this? How is that going to change your life? Once you're very clear with that, because we're we're clearing away all the bullshit, right? Like we're getting very, very clear so we can reverse engineer everything. And then that is the mission. The mission is what you do on a day-to-day basis. It is the work that is going to be required to get you to this end goal that you, you have visualized for yourself. So it's to tap into that MVP. And then number three is to live and lead in alignment, meaning once you own up to this truth and you say you're going to make a change, you get clear with what it is that you want, why you want it, you know what the mission is, live and lead in alignment, it means to operate with integrity every single day, be a man of your word, follow through, stay on the path. Living in alignment means you're staying on the path. You're doing the things that you need to do. When you get out of alignment, you'll know. You'll feel like shit. You'll have regrets. You'll say to yourself, I wish I hadn't done that. So you'll pull yourself back on. It's not a perfect journey. But if you can live and lead in alignment and that's like your intent every single day, it'll just take time. You'll move yourself forward. And something that I forgot to add in earlier is... Because we are talking about like big intimidating things like, oh my gosh, I got 30 miles left or I got 10 reps left or whatever. It's like, forget about the timeline, like disconnect to the timeline and just commit to your process. Yeah. The day-to-day. Yeah. Let's say that you do have 40 pounds to lose. Okay. We'll set that as a goal. And this is the big like light bulb moment that a lot of men have as they're going through the process is they see the process as the result. And it finally clicks. They're like, holy shit. Like even when I get to that 40 pound mark, I'm not gonna stop this process. This isn't a a 75 day hard thing, right? This isn't a 21 day shred challenge. This isn't a freaking six month thing. It's a for life thing. And so you fully embody and embrace all these things that we're talking about. It's like, yeah, you get to that 40 pound mark. Now what's next, man? We just reached that first peak. Where's the next peak? Yeah. It's just hard going. So that's yeah. what I that's what I'd share. That reminds
0: me, I, I
1: hear uh, do you know who Alex Harmozzi
0: is? Oh yeah. Alex is yeah.
1: I actually hired Alex as one of my coaches years back oh. um, for my gym. And I oh, that's awesome. uh took so much away from Alex. Man, that guy's just yeah, so he's awesome. a
0: smart dude, man. But he I heard him on a podcast the other day, like a week ago or something, and he was saying like the the because he co- uh-huh. he relates to everything as a game, right? Business is a game, fitness yeah. is a game. But it, the way to look at it is like it's a game that never ends. The mm-hmm. point of the game is to play, keep playing the game for as long as oh, you can. Yeah. Like yeah. you can't just get fit and then stop the game. Mm-hmm. You can't make you know a, a su- successful business and then just stop. I guess you could. You could make an exit and you know, yeah. if you right. wanted to. But then what are you going to do with your time? Like exactly, exactly. Yeah. So we got to keep, keep that grind on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Awesome, dude. This sounds like you have uh, the full package for, for all the fathers out there. And uh, I know a lot of them are struggling, man. I know a lot of them need the help and uh, I think you, you're doing a great thing, man. And that's why I wanted to have you on the show to, f- for my sake, more than anything, but also for the people listening, you know, I know a lot of people are in the same situation and they can't figure the way out of it.
1: Yeah. It's, yeah, yeah it's, uh, it's, it, when you look at your role as a father, whether you're married or not, like you are in a leadership position, so it is up to us to lead this this next you know generation of people, you know, and yeah. the way it's going right now is not going in the right direction, you know.
0: I think uh, I agree with you, but but could you please uh, elaborate on that?
1: It's just, I mean, if we we don't, I don't want to get too far down that rabbit hole, but it's just you yeah. know the. Just all the bullshit. I mean, the powers that be will just say they want men to be weak. They want men to be fat and overweight. They want men to be submissive. Yeah. That's just what happens when you, when you get into a position where you don't have that confidence. You don't have that trust in yourself to, you know, be the leader in the front. That's when you start to depend on other shit. Well, naturally, as a dad, guess what? Your kid's they're watching you. They're following you. So, you know, I had a conversation with a fellow dad, you know, um, earlier this week, we're Thursday here, this was on Monday and we were just kind of going back and forth and he was kind of digging a little bit more into like his, you know, his kids and why he, he felt like he was letting them down. And we just came up on a part of the discussion where I asked him straight up. I was like, what do you tell your son? Like when it comes to, your son and what he wants to do oh I told my son he could be anything and do anything that he wants I was like why the fuck aren't you following your own advice Yeah. he's like oh shit you're right do you think your son's going to believe you when you tell him that because he's watching you and you're limiting yourself you're not following your own advice you're a hypocrite and that's what you're raising right now he's like shit you're right yeah. he's going to make a huge change. Like he's, he's, you know, outside of all that, like when you know what the path is, like literally a man going back to like talking about your friend, you know, mm. talking about people that we know need to make a change. We want them to make a change. Like it angers me to the point where it's like, I want these people to change more than they want to fucking change. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I right? all I can do is draw the line in the sand and be like, we're over here. You got to step across, man. Muster up the courage. Eliminate all the fears, the doubts by stepping across that line and then just standing in the fire with us, man. Yeah. Because you can, and it's just like decide on your difficulty. That's another thing I like to talk about is like, it's going to be difficult over here. You're going to walk a difficult path. Sacrifices are going to need to be made extra efforts put in it's not going to be it's not going to be easy but it's going to lead to the results that you desire over here that's going to be difficult too because you're going to continue to live and tolerate the life that you have right now it'll be easier to stay there but it is going to get much more difficult to 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 be where you're at so you get to decide
0: yeah well it's like if you want an easy life you got to do hard things yeah Okay. I, I I always come back to that one because mm-hmm. it seems to be true in almost all regards Absolutely. if you want an easy life you, you have to do hard things you do easy things you're going to have a hard life eventually yeah. it's going to catch up to you okay. and it's like I don't know it's society today it feels like um, like you know just speaking the truth even to your friends or to you know people you meet it's like it's regarded as being mean Oh, trust I, me. I don't. Dude, I, I don't understand that. Like the the fat shaming thing and the plus size levels and all um, this. If I call you fat, yeah. fat is to me is a shape. It's just mm-hmm. the truth. You're yeah. you are that shape. It's not yeah. to say that you're a bad person or anything. It's just yeah. that is just what I see. And I think I I the reason I say it is because I believe that you can do better. It's not to make mm-hmm. you feel shitty. It's to motivate
1: yeah. you. Yeah, I, I get comments on. Posts that I put up and I was running ads for gosh a couple of years one of one of my ads It was just straight up calling out, you know dad bods Yeah, and in no way was it shaming people saying like oh you're less of a man because you're fat It's just saying I like you were just saying I know you can be better. Let me help you become a better version of yourself stop you know walking around in an average and mediocre body like that's the truth like don't deny it but where people go wrong is they get triggered from that because they know it's right and so they want to they want to shift it and you know tweak it and you know flip it around and then they lie they straight up lie they're like i like my dad bod who (laughs) my wife says she loves my dad bod it's like dad bods are in that's the that's the funny one right dad bods are in (laughs) women actually prefer dad bods well shit because 75% of the population I mean has a dad bod right so yeah but But you can say
0: that about anything there's always there's always someone who prefers you know a dad bod there's always someone who prefers uh, bigger girls but it's not the general population like most people don't and you're lying to yourself if you're saying
1: that and it's hard man like like I was just saying I get so passionate about it and I got friends you know just like you were saying I got friends that they know what I do. They know good and well what I do. And so, you know, as we've gotten older and, you know, we don't hang out nearly as much or even talk nearly as much, you know, it's just one of those things. It's like, I'm certainly not putting those people down. I'm not saying you're any less than a man than me. Shit, you could be a better father for all I know. Better husband. Yeah. Awesome. But I know you could be much better if we if we fix this other thing. Which is your body, which is your physique, which is your health, which is your fitness, right? So that's why, like people want to say, it's like how you do one thing is how you do everything. But I think that's bullshit. I think how you do the things that you prioritize is how you should do everything that you prioritize. And so if your health and fitness is truly a priority to you, then it'll be at the level of, You being a dad, you being a husband, you being a father or you being a professional. But you simply raising up that that lower end element, whatever it might be for you, it's going to raise everything else up.
0: Of course. And that's funny, too, The like priorities because people say I don't have time. Like I like, um, you know, Jocko Willink, right? Mm -hmm. And he he says, uh, all your excuses are lies. And I love that because it's like I don't have time. That's a lie. Mm-hmm. It's not your priority at the moment. Yeah, that that's the that's the truth. You don't prioritize it, and that's okay. Like you, maybe you don't have to. It's fine. But stop lying. Mm-hmm. Ly- stop lying to yourself. Stop lying to yeah. the people who trying trying to help you. You know, just be honest. It's It's hard. It's hard to look at yourself and and be honest. But nothing good is gonna come from, you know, keep keeping on lying to yourself never I, I really believe that I think even though it hurts but you have to go through that fire to, to get better
1: but yeah that's why one of the first steps is you got to own up to your truth because holding those lies in like you know it when you look in the mirror you can't you can't hide those lies from yourself you might be able to hide it from your wife hide it from your kids but you're hiding it you're trying to hide it from yourself too that's a heavy heavy weight that you're carrying around on your shoulders Right? 'Cause you gotta deal with that every day. So it's like let go of it. Get it out there. Yeah. I had to own up to that truth when my wife brought that up, and I was like, You're right. <laughs> I'm being a, a shitty husband and a shitty father. I need to step it up or I don't blame you for leaving me, right? So since that day it's just like you just take full ownership. And that yeah. that that involves you owning up to the truth, man.
0: Yeah. Dude, I'll end on this. I saw one of your uh, videos and I actually loved it. I was like, pe- people probably need to ask themselves this question. It was uh, the, the video where you said, uh, would you follow you? Mm-hmm. And I thought that was, that was so good, man, because it's like, look at yourself. Would you follow you? Yeah. If you want to be the leader of your family, leader of, you know, whatever, your business, whatever it is, would you follow you? I thought that was just such a smart way of, you know, asking yourself. A question to motivate yeah. yourself
1: yeah it's so true it's like and really what popped that in my head that particular day that was when i had the conversation with one of the dads that i was talking about like how he talks to his kids and like what he wants out of his kids and i was like okay if you were to give yourself that advice would you would you follow you no yeah. if the answer is no then that that's bigger reason for you to make a change right so Look, look
0: look within first man look within first yeah travis dude it's been a pleasure having you on the show
1: yeah man appreciate you having me on
0: yeah my pleasure do uh before we go where can people find you if they need help or if they just want to follow you and see
1: what you do? yeah want. yeah hit me up on instagram i'm posting content on there every day that's like a part of my process is just showing up to that every day it's kind of my resume to the world like jump in with what I'm doing but that's the great that's probably the best place to connect with me right now is Instagram so at the Father. Um, if you go to destroydadvod.com uh, there is a free download that you can access which is our uncommon man path so it really kind of breaks down what it is that we do inside of Forged Father like from like a, a pillar perspective and a process perspective so because a lot of times on the outside looking in, if if you look at some of my content like from years back, it's like health and fitness, right? Well, health and fitness are – well, I guess fitness and nutrition are like tiny little pieces to the puzzle. It, it has to fit into this whole thing that we call life, right? So, um, But yeah, that's the best way to, to reach out, theforgefather.com or destroyeddadbod.com. You can find me at either one.
0: Awesome, Travis. Thanks again for coming on. You bet, man. Appreciate it. Yeah, you have a great day, bro.
1: You
0: too. Thanks for listening. Make sure to follow and subscribe to stay up to date on new episodes. Until next time.